I'm going to ask for it. That was Stop. amazing. So, I mean, it, that you do the best Ed Sullivan impression, impersonation I've ever heard. Okay. No, I yeah, yeah. Show the people out there in YouTube land. Give them your best Ed Sullivan. <laughs> First of all, does anybody know who Ed they Sullivan is? They don't even know who Ed Sullivan yeah. is. Well, you're going to show them right, right now. Go ahead. Uh, my brother and I used to laugh over the, the acts that, that Ed Sullivan had. You know, look, he had headliners like the Beatles. He had... Uh, oh, he had big time. But, John, he was so serious. He was so buttoned up. And yeah. then he'd introduce an act, like you just said, which was right. What? You would go from the Beatles to... And now... <laughs> After our next station break from Pillsbury, we'd like to introduce Economakis Antoninakis and his dish spinning monkeys. And there's this guy putting up dowels and poles and he's spinning these dishes and they're staying up there and the monkeys are running around. <laughs> now listen, you can make light of that dish spinning monkey but you know that's 10,000 hours they said you can't be proficient in anything until you do 10,000 hours so you know that poor bastard spent 10,000 hours think of the arguments he had with those monkeys for the love of Pete you son of a bitch right. spin the damn dish how many dish. dishes am I going to go through right, no, and the poor monkey's like what the fuck I'd rather be out in a jungle somewhere right. don't you have a tricycle for me to ride <laughs> yeah, do something or a simple. cigarette for me to smoke but that's what made Ed Sullivan, I think. I mean, how long was he on TV? A hundred years? I mean, he was so serious. You know, the tie, the jacket. And then he'd bring out these... Well, you know, you know what's interesting? I, you know, I, I wonder what present-day network executives would say. We kind of know what they would say, right? But what, what would they say about the plausibility of bringing back an old-time... Variety show oh, like Ed imagine. Sullivan, but but you got you got to mix up the agenda with um, don't say you politics. Know, no, 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 no. Oops. You know somebody who can hold their breath for five minutes underwater, right on on camera, and everybody's holding their breath watching him, and then you know, and then he he makes it, he makes the buzzer, or he doesn't make it because I've seen people say they're going to do something on Ed Sullivan because I think a lot of it was live. Live oh, from New York. Right, yeah. You know, and, and they didn't make it. And it's Excellent like, well, better theater. luck next time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> wow. How about... And then a headliner. Who, a, give the, me a headliner. Off the top of your... Yeah, the Beatles. Well, but today, give me off the top of your head, what headliner today would oh, would make people... Would, would, but if they were live, who... Pick any Well, I'm a country, a country western guy. So you figure what? Keith Urban, somebody like that. Okay, or uh, the other country. day we mentioned Conway West, and I almost said Conway Twitty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so someone who's going to hold their breath under the water for five minutes, immediately followed by Kanye West with Kim Kardashian, yeah. not for a half an hour chat, but for like a song, two songs. Two songs, then a chat, then maybe a third song, and then we'll have that guy... Jeff something who's got the the terrorist puppet. I oh. kill you, right? He's he's perfect for a variety show. And then they'll have a, a new comic, right? Yeah. Kind of like a George Carlin-esque, a new comic. Not somebody that we know and love. Not Dave Chappelle, a Jeff, new comic. We have to do a countdown. Yesterday we forgot to do a countdown. Let's oh, do a yeah. countdown and an okay. introduction. 
and we're okay. going to jump right back into this. Okay. You ready? Yeah. For a countdown. Five, Do it. four, three, two, one. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Jersey Alchemist. And I'm your host, Dr. John Gerard Gallucci. I can't help it. I love when you say that. And I'm Philip D'Angelo. Everything is good. So now, listen, Ed Sullivan was great, but there was like a knockoff show. I used to love the gong show. Well, that was years later. Yeah, but it was a knockoff because nobody had done that kind of show. Who was it? Was it Chuck Barris? Chuck Barris. Yeah. Yeah. Who was also wrote some songs in the 60s that were hits. Palisades Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was so silly. I mean, it was like definitely like where some people try to be serious. I mean, Chuck Barris made it was nothing but fun from top, from start to finish. Gene, Gene, the Dancing Machine. Didn't they have the Unknown Comic? The Unknown Comic. Oh, how the funny! The Unknown Comic was a comic with a paper bag over his head. How funny was that? I mean, guess what? Nobody cursed. Nobody said any dirty stories. It was and just fun. In that era, the 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 variety shows and the comedy shows and the, remember the panel shows, right? Oh. Panels. They would always they would always pull out a mothballs. Um, yes. Not Jake LaMotta. Um, Rocky. Tony Graziano. Rocky Graziano. Rocky Graziano. <laughs> he made the circuit. He made, he the, made the circuit. circuit. Yeah. Right. How about like, what's, what's this guy doing How here? about what's my line? That was oh, a good sure. one, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was yeah. blindfolded and you had to ask questions and he'd come in and he'd sign out and you'd see. Truth or consequences, remember? Oh, truth or consequences. How about the, the newlywed game? That was a lot of fun. That was good. That was, that was a lot that was, of fun. That was right? fun. But they were really, really making fun of how stupid some of those newlyweds were. Wow, yeah. It was reality, though. Yeah. They really didn't know each other. What was the host's name? Was it Bob something? Peter Marshall was a host. Gene Rayburn was a host of something else. The match game. Gene Rayburn was the match Gene game. Gene Rayburn. The match game was great. Right. Yeah. Gene Rayburn. Richard Dawson, was he the host of Alan Ludden. Alan Ludden. Password. Uh, was Betty White's husband. Yeah, right? and, and he was, was on Password. Password. Hollywood Squares. He'd whisper the word. Remember, remember. Or, can you name the people on Hollywood Squares that sat? The people that usually were there. Center Square, come on. It was Paul Lynn. Yeah. Remember he, Wally Cox? Wally Cox, yeah, right. yeah. And who was the guy with the, um, the, the um, belly and the suspenders? Charlie mm. Weaver. Charlie Weaver. Wow. Right. You're going uh, way back with these shows, but John, they rolled something. Through. Who was the center square guy? Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn. Right. Uh, yeah. Then there was a, that other Wally guy. Cox. Wally Cox. Uh, the other guy with with John something with that big waff of hair. He was a good-looking kind of leading man that was always in like B comedies. Oh Can't remember God. his name. There was so many. All good television. You'd come home from school. Yeah. Or if you were homesick and you'd watch that and you'd laugh, even as kids, you knew it was just fun, you know? Right, right. It was adult humor mixed with innocence, and you know what? It, it was always adult humor yes, embedded. So was yes, there in Bugs Bunny, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just lost. The, the talent level of all those people, they were lost. They made... Now, there was probably a lot of people looking for work, sitting on those shows, actors, right? Right. You know? Like Jack Klugman's wife was on there. I forget. Oh, yeah. She had that real I deep can, voice. I can I've see never her seen face, her, but I don't yeah. know her I've name. never seen her in anything except that show. But yes, right. she was that. So you, it made you feel like these people, like, they were so important to be there, yet the, nine times out of ten, they probably had nowhere else to go, right? Right. 
I mean, come on, who's got time to be? Uh, oh, man, I never missed an episode of The Odd Couple. Wow. Oh, the Odd Couple. <laughs> <laughs> never missed an episode. An episode. Come on, Jack Clark. Talk about casting. Right. I mean, come on, can you get better than that? Jack Klugman, Tony Randall. You know, yeah. it was just amazing. The guy who was um, Mary the Cop was the uh, proprietor in Happy Days, the yeah. diner. Arnold. Right? right? Yeah. What was yeah. his name? Al Molinaro. Al Molinaro. Sure, <laughs> sure. Well, how do we remember <laughs> that, right? That's cool. We saw it a hundred times. We Al spent Malinaro. way too much time in front of the television as kids. Yeah. But you know what? It was innocent then. You know, we weren't being brainwashed. We weren't being... Uh, you well, know, transition I, I, to I think a certain way about anything. I don't anything. know. I think we, I think in a sense we were. I think we were the first few steps, you know, the first few rungs of the ladder. I think today the, you know, the brainwashing is horrible, but they had to start somewhere. And I think they started with, tele, well, television in the 50s, because before that, really, there wasn't, you know, who had a TV in the night? When did, when did the first TV come out? I don't know. 50s, I think, right? No, before then... Didn't they? 50s? I don't Maybe know. Maybe the fifties. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting, but just think, John, how things have changed. I mean, listen, there are, and there was only we always say at all time eleven channels, you know, plus the Spanish station, plus PBS was on there, channel thirteen, yeah. and you could always find something to watch instantly, whether it was a Honeymooners rerun or some new. Uh, you know, some new special that was on. Red Skelton, Carol Burnett. All they, were, they were iconic. They really and were. And now we have over 100 stations. Yeah. And I just constantly go like this. Like, seriously? Like, yeah. no, 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 oh, no, it's easy, no, It's no. easily 100 stations. Oh, 100%. Easily, yeah. 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 And then there, were the, uh, then there were the variety shows that were, that were granted to, you know, singer-songwriter musicians like... Um, Glenn Campbell had his own show. I think Johnny Cash had his own show. Oh, yeah. Sonny and Cher. So, oh, they, they were great. The Jackie yeah. Gleason show. Jackie, Jackie Gleason. Gleason. I mean, show. all Live of them. from Miami. Yep. Yeah, How they sweet just, it yeah. is. <laughs> they just got you fired up. I mean, yeah, you know, they it was did. amazing. And uh, now, those were the golden years of, they were. of television. Yes. Right? And you left feeling good after you watched something. You didn't, you weren't depressed. Like, I'll tell you what. You know what everybody watches now? These these shows where they break down the murder of somebody. Uh, you mean like America's Most Wanted, that kind of thing? No, or no, no. American no. Psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this week's episode, Johnny and his family get... Uh, I didn't mean Johnny. Yeah, Bobby and his right, family get right. dismembered, yeah. and you get to watch it all. Right. I mean, I, now it's you leave it like, oh, my God, this is gruesome. All right, so the guy either got away or he, he's in jail for life. Oh, wow, I really needed to know what about how they, he did it and why. What about when they do a marathon of one of those those oh. shows? They'll take you right to the punchline at the end, and then the voiceover uh, artist doesn't even take a breath, and he starts going, but on February 2nd of 1968, in the small town in New Hampshire, blah, blah, blah. Now you're into a different story. Yeah. You're hooked. Yeah. Now it's hour number two. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was never any dark TV like that. Now it's like, it's dark. I mean, there's these episodes of television that you're like, whoa, did I really? Look at the movies. Every movie is 
you know, it used to be just on Halloween we saw a slasher film. It was Halloween, <laughs> right, or something well. like that, or uh, Friday the 13th, right? Now right. they're 12 months out of the year. Oh, you yeah. get to see this, you know, the the undead. Well, that's that. that's because the, the film industry is run by, as my grandmother would say, hooers. Not whores, hooers. Two syllables. They're hooers. Yeah, they are. And, and they'll put anything up on a screen... It doesn't matter how shitty it is or how mm, degrading to the human uh, energy field. As long as those motherfuckers can be making money off of it, they just don't care. It's kind of like putting formaldehyde on a salad. Oh, which they do. <laughs> which they do. Right. Don't eat salad out of a vending machine. It's loaded with formaldehyde. Right. Now we're, gonna, now we're going to get letters... Hate mail from all of the uh, vendors. Vendors. USOB. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I only put a little formaldehyde in my salad. How dare you denigrating my product? But John, we've we've discussed this in a real early episode. Um, how society, the demographics and the uh, the wow, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the attitude of society in general really dictates what kind of movies are made. What kind of TV shows are made? Are I you, mean, are, we're so dark right now as a society. Right. We're so godless. Yeah. We're so family-less. Are you suggesting that the collective consciousness, oh, or the I collective think. ego of a society, creates the means and the ways of the society? Uh, Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> In a word, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. That's, well, that's what, true. And they feed each other. You know, the darkness of society... You know, they, they want to see that 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 substance that's evil and, and murder and darkness. And, mm -hmm. you know, the family splits yeah. up and Johnny's locked in a closet. And, right. You know, it, I keep using so Johnny true. as an example. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm right here. I'm <laughs> yeah. right here. I don't mean I that. It's okay. That's always it's my right. go-to when Kick I talk about it. me around. It's all right. <laughs> but there's always, like, something like that. I mean, it's horrible, you know? So let's, let's take that notion of. Of like, for any of the viewers, if you real or listeners on Spotify or whatnot or Amazon Music, if you think that a particular entity or constructs vibratory uh, frequency, inherent frequency, if you think it doesn't affect you, it does. And back in I don't know how long ago, don't know if it was the 1930s. But the Rockefeller Foundation, here we go again. Those, those motherfuckers, right? The Rockefeller Foundation pushed worldwide for musicians and, and orchestras all over the planet to, to co-opt the bass frequency of tuning to 440 hertz. That's why if you have an auto-tuner for your piano or your guitar and you turn it on, it says 440hc, 440 hertz. And 440 hertz is supposed to be supposed to be deleterious to the elevation of your your energy field, and really it's supposed to be. You know, I've heard all sorts of stuff. It's all over YouTube that other frequencies are healing, and they're enlightening, and they're 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 ingratiating. But 440 is supposed to be apparently something that just brings you down, even if the song is written. To be upbeat, that's a really interesting concept. Now, you talked about 
darkness and TV programming and Hollywood movies and the, the, uh, the terrible music industry and all of these stupid people what you know their little satanic hand gestures and covering the one eye which is supposed to be the jinn or or uh, or satan or some faction thereof i mean it's it's right in your face they're not hiding it anymore it's all about frequency people and if you think that the low lifes aren't controlling human existence you just you're you either have opposition defiance disorder where you re just refuse or cognitive cognitive dissonance or you you just don't give a shit you think it's all poppycock it's not poppycock and you know something i'm sick and tired of hollywood and television and especially the music industry playing all sorts of dark esoteric spiritually murdering games with the population and the energy field of humanity yeah you heard me i said that correctly john i think it goes back to what you've said in prior podcasts you use bob dylan lady gaga as examples yeah. they want that hunger yeah. for fame and fortune is so great yeah. that they will sell out yeah to the dark side yeah. just to get that that contract right. to get famous right. to get that money yep. and 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 then they think that somehow or another they're going to slip and wriggle out of it you know after they're very very wealthy and famous and i don't know if that's possible i think it's kind of like doing the old blood oath you know when you're being made in the mob you know you cut your finger and you stick it on the other guy's finger and it's I don't know if they do it under a full moon or not, but, you know, uh, it's really serious stuff. And the general public is generally ignorant. They're stupid. They're deaf, dumb, and blind to the ways, the esoteric ways of the cabal. The cabal is hiding in plain sight. And uh, everything that's gone wrong with humanity is coming from them. John, how come the dark side has so much power and influence in higher up positions? Why isn't there anybody who's, you know, sheds light onto darkness in a higher up position? Well, I, if where, where are those people? Right, but if you peel the layers of that onion, I think the answer is um, God-loving. I don't like the term God-fearing. I don't fear God. As a matter of fact, there was a, there was a meme going around that was apparently very 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 old like many like a thousand years old and i think it was saint gregory maybe saint gregory either saint gregory or saint saint antonitis or something an old ancient saint and he he had a scroll up and it was one of those like you know orthodox christian paintings like an icon with the you know the, the halo around his head and he says you know i i don't i no longer fear god i love him you know, and I th that hit me profoundly because everybody says, you must fear God. I'm sorry, guys. I'm Call me a heretic. And I've been called a heretic before. Why would I fear God? Why would I fear God? God is our higher self. We are all fractals of God. All of us. Well, maybe not the dark types that are dra dragging humanity to hell in a handbasket, but 
Everybody else is a fractal of the creator. And our job here is to push down and push away uh, and extinguish the darkness and bring humanity into the light and love of God. <sighs> Wouldn't the dark side fear God? I mean, should, because they're doing Lucifer, Satan's work. I think there's... So I think, I think the called, fear of God yeah, might be for them. Right, it's fear, and then hate comes from fear. But... Um, if you're doing the right thing in life, there's no reason, like you do, there's no reason to fear God. 100%, 100%. And, but, you know, you said, well, how, how is it that they, they get to such high, powerful places and where are the good people? Yeah. Good people that are God-loving, godly people. And I'm not talking about people who go around with this coerced, stupid smile on their faces and say, amen, brothers and sisters, and praise God. That's a little bit weird, right? Okay. God bless those people, but those people generally, good people, seriously good, solid people, are not the kind of people that if they can't have their way with you, will devise your murder. The dark side will kill you. Look at all those people that are dead, that oppose a certain politician. Right? Books Look, were written about that. Books were written about, you know, who killed Seth Rich? Ooh. Who did he, who was he speaking out against? Ooh. Right? Who killed Anthony Bourdain? Did he really hang himself? I don't think so. I don't think so. Who killed Joan Rivers? Right? Uh, what? Right? Oh, what did she say as she was entering some kind of facility through us up the steps? Through people, the doors? do your research on that one. Do the research. Do the find research. that video, unless it's been destroyed, about the destroyed. words of Joan Rivers just days before she was murdered. How about uh, Malcolm X? Malcolm Tell X. Tell the story. Well, Malcolm X was, uh, you know, out there on the stoop, and he was... Um, Definitely talking, uh, getting his word and his vision uh, out there. You don't even have to be a Malcolm X fan. And uh, he spoke out against the white Democrat liberal. Three words. You can't have two of the words, white Democrat, Democrat liberal. The white Democrat liberal. I mean, a scathing speech. He attacked them. They're wow. no good for the African-American community. Two days later... He was shot. Oh, wow. Two days. Wow, that's unbelievable. Two days. That's yeah. a fact. You know, I mean, wow. do you believe in coincidences? I don't no, know. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I would say that just to keep things straight and fair and evenly balanced here. We have to be balanced. Right. 9-11 you know. um, would not have happened without the Bush crew and Dick, Dickhead Cheney. You heard me right. Dickhead Cheney. Right. But see, now the left and the Democrats don't know how they feel anymore about Dickhead Cheney because of his dickhead daughter. <laughs> so they're on both sides of the coin. So if you think, yay, Democrats, you're a fool. If you think, yay, Republicans, you're an idiot. Don't, fool, don't, fall, for that. don't idiot. fall for that. Don't fall for the divisive game of American politics and, and the American political process. That was, a, that was a course I took in college because I thought I wanted to become a lawyer. Ah, after that course, I said, fuck no. No, 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 no. Listen, the most powerful, in my opinion, John, the most powerful group of people on the planet 
is the American middle class. Okay, we have the numbers, you have the power, if the voting's legitimate, to to put that's in, if. take out, that's right, any politician you want to make a stand as you want. So what they try and do, in my opinion, is separate the black against the white, the Jew against the Gentile, the straight against the gay, the yeah. man against the woman, the parent against the child, I mean the teacher and they will against take every student. Every crisis that they create, That's right. and they don't let a crisis go to waste. So every single mass shooting that you've heard about, oh, they may truly have happened, but it wasn't without lots of forethought and direct planning from certain intel services, so that they can turn around and do the bidding of the assholes that want to strip you of your guns. Let me tell you what. Woe to the American politician fool that actually gives a speech like that fucking douchebag Castro Trudeau north of the border in Canada. You'll never buy a handgun in Canada. Never. Yeah. Right, because you probably packed them all up your own ass, you fucking douchebag. Now that's some trick. But, John, so don't let them separate the us. Canadians, are you listening? You listening to me? You don't have to like me. I don't really give a shit how you feel about me. But will you please, 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 please come out into the sunlight. Breathe some fresh Canadian air. It is crisp. Take, take a, a nice, cool drink of fresh Canadian mountain spring water and drive Justin Castro Trudeau. Drive him out of your country. Send him back to Cuba, where where his father's sperm came from, because that's who he is. And all you got to do is look up the pictures and compare and contrast them and know that his mother had an affair with Fidel Castro. And you're like, oh, my God, evil has genetic legacy about it. That's not a joke. Don't let them separate you. Right, John? Yes. Stay together. There are strengths in number. Always question what you're being told. Do your research. Don't be lazy. Do your research. John's always telling you, look on YouTube. Look for this video. Look for that video. It's all out there. Right. Now, YouTube, we all know, is censored, but it's yeah. still a better platform than, than the other um, platforms that are out there. Right. YouTube is still the best, the broadest place to go for, for information. Now, let's get to the Indians. Gotta love India, Indra. Indra and the Indian people. Listen, talk about throwing people out of your country. I don't think you should throw Bill Gates out of your country. I think you should go and, and grab him and extradite him from wherever he's hiding and drag him back to India and put him on trial and stick him in a prison for the rest of his life. Who the fuck is he to be doling out Terrible medications that have maimed and killed thousands of Indian people. Would you wake up? Come on. What do I have to do? Provoke you? If, if Gates hasn't provoked you enough, nobody will provoke you. He, Gates is an evil motherfucker. Is he the one that's buying all that farmland? 
I did it already, apparently. How many acres, John? Uh, apparently 400 million plus choice acres in the United States of farmland. Well, wh why is that? Uh, why? Is he going to be harboring insect farms so that he can grow trillions of insects and then make burger patties out of them and feed them to the, to the, to the useless eaters, which will be us if we're still alive? What would be the purpose of finding so many acres? But, you know, I, can't I, I be keep, for a good reason. I keep going back to the notion of torches and pitchforks and stonings. If if we can't rein in these evil son of a bitches, man, I'm all in on the pitchforks, the torches, and the stonings. Hmm. Count me in. That's called bringing it back old school. Yeah, old school. That's yeah, right. Real old school. Yeah. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that, John. Let's hope that, you know, cooler heads prevail. We find out what these people, they expose themselves. See, like we talked about uh, the other day, you have to expose light to all this darkness. Like, somebody should really do research and ask that person, like, why are you buying all this land? What is your goal? What is your purpose? Expose him. Let him either bullshit or tell the truth what his real plans are. Well, right. Okay. But when we know that the... The entire legal system, as far as I'm concerned, is corrupt to certain degrees. And money talks and bullshit walks, right? Amen. And someone someone like douchebag Bill Gates, all of a sudden, he's horning in on a pandemic? Who the fuck are you, Bill Gates, to be horning in on a pandemic? Who? Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck is Klaus Schwab to be horning in on a pandemic? Even if Tony Fauci, the NIH, with the Wuhan lab, were the ones that created the virus. Who the fuck are you to speak and control the rest of the population of humanity? You know something? This is no, the, the message in the movie um, A Bug's Life was abundantly clear. Abundantly clear. When the ants stand up, against Hopper and his goons, it's not going to be pretty. John, Hopper and his goons will be torn limb from limb. John, do you know there's more people on the earth, in the world, today, being ruled by dictatorships than there are free civilians, free people on this earth? Did you know that? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know what the I, exact number uh, is. I don't know the number, but I know that... But it's like two to one. I think it's even more than that. Three to yeah, one, maybe? I, 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 don't, I don't know, but uh, that just tells us that um, humanity's not there yet. Humanity's that we are just not there yet. Um, I mean, if a population can't reasonably govern itself without some horrible, murderous, uh, lecherous family royalty lineage uh, controlling you what's wrong with you what's wrong with you mm. and there is no such thing as American royalty people like to say oh it's the Kennedys no it's not mm. the Kennedys have a the Kennedys have a generational familial curse upon them they do it's is it the Bushes no 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 the Bushes ah the Bushes are, are, are not American royalty. There is no American royalty. Maybe you'll find American royalty somewhere on a reservation somewhere. 
John, if you had to alchemize this episode, how would you do it? Well, I think it's not going to be too different than the other the other attempts at alchemizing the other episodes. Mm-hmm. It's just, Lord, let people wake up. We're here to help nudge humanity closer to God's river of love and light. If that sounds redundant, so be it. So be it. There is one creator. I agree there's many deities, but people, remember you are. You are a fractal, which is a complete small piece of the creator of the universe. You're not lacking. Humanity is lacking in its individual aspects and in its collective humanity. We are here, incarnate on this third dimensional planet to help move humanity away from the low vibratory sixth state of present being through the fourth dimension into the fifth dimension. That's not a joke. Um, Believe it, people. Use your consciousness to create a better world. Amen. Amen. John, as usual, thank you for the episode. Another great job. Thank you, Phil. If you like what we're doing on the Jersey Alchemist, please. Follow, like, and subscribe. Australia, we see you out there. Thank Come you on, for Australia, watching. Australia, you're stuck at low numbers, man. Come on. Share share the love. Come on, Ricardo Bossi. Shake him up. Let's go. Till we see you again next time. Peace.